Welcome to the new Cyber Frontier, bringing you the latest news and initiatives that focus on the development of cybersecurity economics. You don't have to be a computer or cybersecurity expert to get plugged in. Your host brings it straightforward, asks the tough questions, and brings the cyber world to a level of understanding for everyone. You can find us on the web at www.newcyberfrontier.com. Now join our host as he introduces the topic for today's New Cyber Frontier. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the New Cyber Frontier. My name is Sean Murray. I'll be your host today. On the line, back with us, a legend, cyber legend, Pamela Fusco, uh, sitting in her very beautiful backyard, uh, the new CISO at Splunk, also uh, a longtime standing member, um, distinguished fellow at ISSA, the Information Security Association, where she has been our treasurer uh, on the international board for several years as well. Welcome, Pam. How are you today? Good morning, Dr. Murray. How are you today? I'm doing great. Well, so, I mean, we only get a half hour segment to talk about all the great things that uh, you've done and you're doing. So we're going to have to carve that down quite a bit. Um, but welcome back to the show. Um, you know, you joined us uh, uh, just prior to the pandemic and um, there's been some changes uh, with you, some some cool technology you've introduced with a startup, um, you know, the contributions you continue to make on the board uh, for ISSA. I'd like to start out and have you give our listeners a, a refresher on your background. Sure, Sean. Thanks. Let's see. Uh, been in cyber 33 years, uh, a part of the ISSA International Board of Directors. The past 20 years or so, I uh, have been a CISO at several organizations, uh, cryptologists, United States Navy is how all this started to go Navy. Sorry, Sean, Navy rocks. Uh, and uh, currently, I uh, am the Chief Information Officer at Splunk, which is a complete honor. And I have uh, two startups uh, that are with uh, CEOs that are run by different CEOs. And one is a really cool kind of a pet uh, cyber startup. So it's it's pretty good. Life's good, Sean. Life's good. Yes, it is. You know, I'd like to, you know, transition over to, you know, the, one of these uh, startups that you just uh, introduced uh, to the world here in the last several months. Um, helps, you know, owners to secure their pets um, better than some of the other technology that's out there. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that startup? Oh, you're talking about Zulu Tales, right? Yes. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, Zulu Tales is really neat. Yeah, that's a passion of love of pets and animals with a combination of cybersecurity and basically long story short is it's it's very unique it's it's very disruptive to the the pet industry where you do not have to have any of your personal identifiable information attached to any of your pets so it's a tag with a QR code you click the QR code and immediately it takes you right to a pet profile so anybody who finds a pet uh, will immediately say oh look I have Snoopy in front of me oh no Snoopy's blind or deaf uh, let me get Snoopy home. They click a button that says contact owner. You put your information in there as the finder. Boom, send the button. It goes to the owner and the owner gets a message that says, someone from Zulu Tales is trying to connect with you. They found Snoopy. It works anywhere in the world, 
24 by seven, doesn't matter what language you speak and all of the transactions go through the Zulu Tales platform. So it's private and secure. No more postings on the internet or in 7-Elevens or gas stations with your phone number and your pictures and your address. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, we have already, I want to say 10,000 plus members and we launch June 1 in 2021. Wow. So yeah. A good gig thus far. Yeah, that, that's just awesome. Great technology. The, the idea of protecting uh, personal identifiable information. Some of these other platforms don't do that. Actually, they collect your information and some instances sell it. So um, I, I love the, the technology. Great launch. Um, great contribution to the rest of the community. Um, let's talk about uh, ISSA. Um, you know, you are probably one of the longest standing board members. Um, that uh, has been around for the oldest and largest cybersecurity nonprofit association in the world. Um, you know, what, what drew you to ISSA? And, um, you know, what, do you, what have you seen evolve over your time with the board? So ISSA, I came to ISSA in 1998. So yes, I am dating myself. Uh, what drew me? is exactly what you said. It was one of the first pioneered evolutions of how we get cyber um, individuals to come together. What can we do for the profession? And, you know, in 98, even I think I began in 1984, I believe. Uh, but the reality of it is it didn't, there wasn't an existing element for us to come together. And we all know that in late 1990s, uh, early, very early uh, 2000 is when the dot-com boom started. So the security profession, was kicking up into overdrive. And initially, again, as a cryptologist coming from, you know, agencies into the real world, you, you need friends because you don't know what you're going to do um, when you come into, you know, civilian life. And truly, uh, that's what drew me to ISSA. But I will tell you this, um, it has been a powerful force in my life. Uh, that is where I met you, Sean. And we are now compadres and friends and professionals together. Um, there's people from around the world that participate in ISSA. So the morph the morphism of ISSA is the fact that we've grown in strides um, internationally and we've branched out, right, to bring in different entities, different levels of skill sets and provide that back to the community on a global level. So I think the power of ISSA is just growing more and more. I mean, given the fact that we are the oldest nonprofit um, cyber profession, organization. So it's a big benefit and it's a huge part of my life. Yeah. And, you know, the contributions over the years um, and then, you know, we've grown as an international body. Uh, as you mentioned, we're in multiple countries across the globe. We have chapters, um, you know, focusing on professional development, networking, um, you know, wherever you are in your career life cycle, um, you know, the conferences, the, the level of collaboration amongst professionals. It's just a huge benefit. And, you know, as executive officers on the board, um, you know, you're great to work with, uh, appreciate the dedication and, uh, you know, it's a big benefit for our members. Um, so, you know, just one other aspect of your life, cause you know, you're never going to slow down. You're like me, uh, we'll be doing this stuff and until <laughs> we're falling forward. Right. Um, yeah, Splunk, right. Splunk, um, as we know, you know, started, you know, over a decade ago as a, a big data um, management tool and has really morphed into multiple capabilities. When I was over with Army Cyber Command, uh, we used Splunk to index large amounts of um, 
you know, data coming in from our sim. Uh, and we use that to triage information and data. And, you know, they've made strides in, in that arena for information, cybersecurity, uh, analytics. Um, and now they're a behemoth. Um, so you don't go anywhere without recognizing that name, mm -hmm. right? So transition to Splunk. How did that happen? I mean, what a, what an awesome company and what an awesome <laughs> opportunity. And truly it is. Um, I, it just happened. I, that's, that's all I can say, really. It, um, I had received a call uh, from someone and said, you know, Splunk is looking for some assistance in the cyber arena. Uh, would I be interested? And of course, I interviewed like anybody else would. And here I am at Splunk. Uh, it was pretty fast. I think, you know, the pandemic, it, it changed a lot on how organizations reach out. It's not your traditional um, come meet the team, take three months to onboard, so on and so forth. It truly is a lot quicker. And I, I believe more powerful now that we are, you know, remote workforce, if you will. So uh, I will tell you this, it, it blows me away. Because like you said, everybody loves Splunk, right? So, uh, and, and you also stated, Sean, you, you've used Splunk, I've used Splunk. I've implemented in companies that where it was a CISO in other areas. So it is a powerful force. Uh, we are well beyond what a Splunk initially was back in the day in our younger days, which is you know, crunching the logs and collecting data and ascertaining what we can get from it and information and intelligence. So far beyond that, it's like a it's like a battleship at this point, right? It's got everything. Uh, truly, uh, really powers, empowers organizations to uh, for compliance complexities as well, regulatory compliance, anything from security to attestation, remediation, uh, looking at systems, containers, whatever the corporation, the entity desires to do, um, we provide for Splunk. And one of our most powerful plays, as you know, is data everywhere um, and having that ability to ingest massive volumes of data and turn it into information. Um, and that's truly what empowers us. That's awesome. We're talking with Pan Fusco at, uh, she is the new chief information security officer over at Splunk. Uh, we're going to come back and, and continue that conversation with her right after this message. BlockFrame technology offers next generation blockchain managed trust and security. Unique non-fungible tokens are used to secure software bills of materials to provide data quality and security for every transaction in your supply chain. Deploy advanced peer-to-peer -peer product security, scale zero trust capability to millions of IoT devices, allow vendor tracking and accountability, and rapidly reset from compromise. Unchangeable, time-sequenced blockchain data provides next-generation security using machine learning trust algorithms and audit analytics. Start securing your supply chain today by contacting BlockFrame at www.blockframetech.com. Welcome back to the new Cyber Frontier. My name is Sean Murray. I'm your host today. We're talking with Pamela Fusco. She is, amongst other things, the Chief Information Security Officer at Splunk. Uh, we got an introduction uh, from Pam about her background, uh, some of her associations with other organizations, and a brief overview of you know the evolution of Splunk, its capabilities, and uh, the things that we're doing with it now. And so, Pam, I'd like to transition over to what a portfolio. I mean, you're talking about all kinds of different capabilities and, you know, the compliance portion of uh, the software. Um, 
you know, when you walked in the door and you started taking a look at things, um, can you explain to our listeners, you know, from an executive point of view, what is what is your portfolio look like as the CISO first one? Ah, good question. So um, it really is a different portfolio from some of the other positions, right? It, it does not include physical security, which a lot of the CISOs, as we know, we do not. <clears throat> what it does include, though, is uh, cyber for internal for Splunk itself. Uh, our staff, our employees, business applications, internal business units um, on a global level, and also uh, for our clients, the products and services that we deliver to our Splunk customers, of which I believe, Sean, you're a Splunk customer. I am. And I'm also a Splunk customer internal because we use it throughout um, IT as well as on my team, the cyber team. We use Splunk for everything we do uh, from a cyber perspective. So the portfolio really is expansive for me, that is, um, and my team's mission. And I think the most exciting part of it is influencing and being able to support that which we give to our customers, uh, pushing product out, for lack of a better term, and seeing how um, it is, you know, gravitates into the industries uh, in all market verticals. So for me, that's that's the fun part. That's awesome. Um, so from a, from a security appliance perspective, you know, software is, um, is you know, Splunk is predominantly software. And um, there was a strategy several years ago to start integrating it with specific technology um, so it can uh, compete in the SIM market. Why don't you give us a little bit of background on on Splunk as a SIM? Yeah, we have Splunk's had a SIM. Gosh, we've had our SIM for a long time in a SOAR. So our SIM does integrate, right? You know, the SOAR and the SIM together uh, integrate very well. In addition to that, we've also deployed additional methodologies. So we're looking at threat modeling, uh, threat vulnerability management, if you will, uh, bringing in all of the new leads that come in on a daily basis. We have an acquisition of TrueStar. Uh, I think that was six or seven months ago and integrating what TrueStar does into our platform too. So it's more than just a SIM or a SOAR. It really is real time, uh, not so much point in time. And the SIM or the SOAR, when you pull those together, it gives you your full picture across the board of everything that's going on beyond just cyber. So I'm, I'm not sure why, you know, Someone would think that our SIM is new technology. It's not. It's just improved upon what we've always had. Yeah, and so and you do it light, and you can do it heavier if you want. Right. It's, it's got it's got all the the bells and whistles uh, based on the subscription, right? Just like just like the other ones. Um, you know, from uh, <laughs> yeah, so right. as a product, and then using it internally. Um, how does Splunk as a, a as a sim itself uh, enable your analysts to? Can you give us any uh, case studies uh, internally as to you know some success stories with uh, the product in house? Absolutely, one of the best benefits of being able to you know um, use your own product in house, if you will, is one you know the cost right it helps the the cyber budget to get reduced so. Yay for us on the cyber team. But number two, we're able to be able to evaluate and see firsthand what the next evolution is. And as the customers, we're a little bit tough on it, right? So we want it to be perfect for our customers, external to Splunk. So we get to test it out and feel it out and, and share what we believe could be improvements or advance, advancements 
for Splunk as it moves forward. Um, that's one of the powerful benefits. Number two, the other benefit is we're able to see and articulate very quickly. I mean, Sean, you know, I, you and I have been doing this a really long time. I have to say the power of Splunk is is exponential. The, what we can pull in and, and touch a short period of time by the way that we, we bring in the data and the information and turn that into realistic um, a vulnerability or a threat or an assessment or whatever is happening at that moment, it really does cut down the time to resolve, identify, so protect, detect, and respond. It's, it's almost instantaneous at this point with some of the things that we can do with Splunk. What is some of the uh, intelligence um, capabilities that you know, we can garnish from the technology itself? So you, it depends on the information you put into it. Right. So, again, we can take in any data and, and Splunk is not just used for cyber. Um, it's really used for, for quite a bit of business solutions. We even have a, we do a, this little kind of a play on play. It's called Splunk on Splunk. We have several employees that that are entrepreneurs that have um, their own businesses. And we just recently did one of a gentleman. He's an engineer and Splunk and he has a microbrewery. And he shows how he uses Splunk to show the temperature um, in the fridge for uh, the beer on tap. He shows how much he's poured, how much he's got left. Splunk is not just about security. Splunk runs your business. I mean, our customers, you know, our portfolios, everything in the world. It, we touch everybody. Um, pharmaceuticals, healthcare, science, uh, stores, Walmarts, you name it. I, we're, we're everywhere. So it's supply chain, too. It's not just cyber. Yeah, that's awesome. We're talking to Pamela Fusco, the new chief information security officer over at Splunk. We're going to be right back and finish up our discussion with Pam right after this message. BlockFrame technology offers next generation blockchain managed trust and security. Unique non-fungible tokens are used to secure software bills of materials to provide data quality and security for every transaction in your supply chain. Deploy advanced peer-to-peer -peer product security, scale zero trust capability to millions of IoT devices, allow vendor tracking and accountability, and rapidly reset from compromise. Unchangeable, time-sequenced blockchain data provides next-generation security using machine learning trust algorithms and audit analytics. Start securing your supply chain today by contacting BlockFrame at www.blockframetech.com. Welcome back to the new Cyber Frontier. My name is Sean Murray. We have Pamela Fusco, the CISO, the Chief Information Security Officer over at Splunk. We've been talking about, you know, the evolution of Splunk, Splunk's capabilities. Uh, it's not just a cyber tool anymore. It, it is helping businesses run their business by providing insight, analytics, uh, intelligence information that enables businesses to be more efficient and more effective. So um, when we, we look at, you know, the evolution of Splunk, it's not just a tool crunching uh, big data anymore. Uh, Pamela, I'd like to focus uh, back on, um, you know, all of those things. You have a global uh, reach now in your role as the Chief Information Security Officer. What are some of the day-to-day -day activities that uh, you have to oversee? Um, I'm assuming you have a huge team doing all kinds of dynamics. Right. So day to day, I will say that currently my calendar is jacked up. Uh, so there's quite a bit going on. The day will start out with, uh, you know, of course, operational 
evaluating what's going on in the NOC and the SOC. Um, then we'll move on to governance risk compliance, uh, any auditing that we have going on, because we do run regular audits both for ourselves as well as our customers. And then we have external audits as well. So just pairing all of that up. Then moving on to maybe a policy steering committee, um, an executive oversight committee, uh, and of course, you know, on to customer events, um, whether it's an engagement with the client, it's looking at products, evaluations. Uh, so truly, it's, it's traditional. I'm not doing anything crazy and different other than loving what I do at Splunk. So it's a packed schedule. It's an awesome cyber team. I just feel really blessed. And there's uh, individuals on the team that have written books um, that are very popular that are out there. Um, some of them are, you know, DNS for dummies. I mean, you can recognize some of the names. We have individuals that are also adjunct professors at universities like Purdue on the team. Uh, those that run hackathons. So I feel as if sometimes, you know, I've been dropped into the middle of the next evolution, third decade, 20th century of the experts in the cyber industry. So it's a it's a good life right now, Sean. I, I can't complain. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those dream jobs, it sounds Although like. Have to, I, I'm, I have to tell you, when you work with a company like Splunk, you know, and you love the product and you think, okay, but when you get in there, it's, I, I, I haven't had this feeling in, since I worked at Digix in 1998. It's pretty powerful. Feels good. That's awesome. So, you know, talk a little bit about your staff and, and some of the, the, the dynamic uh, attributes associated with the professionals you work with. So, you know, cutting edge um, sounds like, uh, you know, you've got a, a team that is dedicated outside of the regular job doing different things that contribute as well. How about the board? Um, you know, why don't you describe your relationship with the board of directors? You know, one of the big challenging things that we usually talk about as CISOs is who do we report to? Does the message get where it needs to get to? And, um, you know, and sometimes the board's not engaged. Sometimes the board um, just wants cyber at a high level and then you're dismissed. Why don't you give us a little description of what your relationship is with the board? So given the fact that I've been at uh, Splunk, I think, 45 days, um, I when I arrived, uh, the first board meeting was, I think, my eighth day on the job. So I got a pass for that. But I will tell you this. The board is exceedingly engaged. The audit committee is exceedingly engaged. The CEO, Doug Merritt, is absolutely 100% engaged. And my boss, Sean Bice, is a rock star. He comes from... Uh, I, I think he had 15 years at Microsoft, then um, AWS, Amazon, and now here at Splunk. So Sean Weiss truly um, takes it right to the top. He is a direct report to them. And there's no question. I mean, it's it's very open communication, honesty, openness, uh, state the facts. Uh, so I don't think that we have a board that turns a blind eye, nor will, and nor do we have executive leadership uh, above me that turns a blind eye. They are very engaged very engaged. And, and again, it's it's different than what you would see in corporate America, in all honesty. It really is. Okay, so everything is peaches and cream. Where is it? Why don't you tell us <laughs> why don't you tell us where are some of your challenges? What do you see down the pipeline? What what projects yeah, might you I be mean, working on? So challenges, everyone has their challenges. So demand, right? Demand um, and keeping up with the demand. 
what's the next evolution of unearthed events, right? That's always our, all of our biggest fear. Uh, we don't know what's around the corner. Um, zero days. Uh, you know, you look at um, ransomware. Those really are the evolutions that you want to keep ahead of. So how do we how do we get that? How do we know what's coming? How can we foretell what could be around the corner to protect our customers and get those signatures in there ASAP as well as ourselves? And Splunk invests heavily in research. We have several mathematicians um, within Splunk that do this on a daily basis and research analysts that go out there and do that. But that would be the greatest challenge, which I don't think is different than many other organizations out there that have the challenge. It's a great challenge for us because, it, you know, cyber is a primary focus for what we do, as you can tell, aside from, you know, observability, which we use for our clients as well. So um, just trying to keep ahead of it is the greatest challenge. On top of that, it's, um, you know, sometimes collaboration, you know, who's doing what, when's it happening because we're moving so fast and furious. I wouldn't say it's a challenge. I think for me, it's just still getting to know everyone and saying, oh, right, I haven't met Sally yet. Better go talk to her because apparently she's got something whiz bang she's working on and in, in, in getting that under, under the umbrella and kind of understanding the flow. So right now that would be my greatest challenge. Oh, how about budgets? How does, how does your budget look like? Well, given that um, we're, I think we're in Q, going into Q4 on my side, and I've just acquired this budget, I would say that my budget is appropriate, and that uh, when I look at what the budget is, there's room in the budget for, for training, because if you're going to be a flunker, um, you've got to be trained, both internally and externally, so we have the opportunity for training as well, and I mean, solid training, right, not just, you know, a $200 course online, it's, it's, it's solid. Secondary that, of course, a budget to grow, right? Um, so again, we have the benefit of saying, you know, we use a lot of Splunk. So uh, that doesn't hit the budget too hard. <laughs> when you when you are Splunk and you use Splunk, but we do have budget from, for several other attributes that we do use. I mean, we do use other tools and technologies to plug in as well, too. Yeah, that's So awesome. budget, I would say, is, is, is good. Is good. Yeah, sounds like... Uh... There aren't too many rocks to uh, overturn there looking for uh, challenges other than, you know, meeting scalability and, and you know, on demand. One of the uh, things that I've, I've talked to some other analysts about is how Splunk is being used for the pandemic. Can you uh, give us some insight as to what a benefit Splunk has been for the, the globe uh, in its relationship to the pandemic? Absolutely, as we know, vaccines, right? And geographic locations for vaccines because we, we are data data everything, data anywhere, correct? Uh, we can crunch that information and process that data and intel at any point in time for any one of our customers. So, so truly having that information available. And also um, we do cloud, right? So on-prem and off-prem. So we have managed cloud. So a lot of uh, our clients for point in time <clears throat> or the burst bill and the on-demand, such as things like a pandemic, oh gosh, it popped up. I'm not gonna build a data center. Let's put it in the cloud. So really having that capability for the cloud as well as having the hybrid solution to be uh, cloud or on-prem man managed has been pretty successful throughout the pandemic for many of our clients. And it also goes into supply chain, right? Because that's where the pandemic has, has really hit humanity. One, from a vaccine distribution perspective, but number two, just goods and services. You know, we all know about the toilet paper situation, right? So if, if one of your you know customers is a, a big retailer, 
um, you want to be able to empower them to be able to find their goods and services as quickly as possible. And Splunk does that for them. Yeah, the uh, one of the biggest in-demand uh, positions globally right now are data scientists um, uh, for just about all aspects of, of how the pandemic has affected, you know, markets, um, industries, healthcare, banking, um, social economics, um, you know, remote workforce, mental health. Um, and Splunk it seems to rise to the top of the board as, as analysts. Uh, as a preferred analyst tool. Going back to your comment about um, how uh, Splunk isn't just a security tool, you know, it really does enable the business. Yeah, you know, we're at the end of our segment. Um, coming up here, we've got a couple minutes left. What is it that um, any last thoughts uh, associated with, you know, your role either at Splunk or, um, you know, what do you see coming down? We're coming out of this pandemic. Um, you know, we're going to have new challenges. Where do you see yourself? Where do you see Splunk uh, in the next five years or so? Wow, five years. <clears throat> At that point, I think I'll be 61, Sean, so it's hard to tell. I'm hoping, I hope I'm a grandmother by then. Uh, no, but professionally, uh, Splunk is definitely going to be in the forefront. I, you nailed it, right? The pandemic, you know, we're coming to, hopefully, we're dropping down the slope from a pandemic perspective and health and humanities restoring. But the reality of it is our lives are changed forever. And by that, I mean, the remote workforce is here to stay. I, I do not believe it's going anywhere. I think that we're going to start to see a downsizing with brick and mortar, um, a sell-off of some facilities as for major corporations because the need isn't there and why have that overhead? So that shift has already begun, but it's going to be more um, solidified. It's going to be acceptable to work from home, to have that work-life balance, um, to order online. So a shift will happen in that direction as well, too. And Splunk also empowers that uh, with working in the cloud. And everybody at Splunk is remote. Um, our CEO lives in one place and I live in New York and uh, my boss lives in another place in the West Coast, East Coast. So we're everywhere. So we're already practicing that paradigm and it works very well. So having that um, under our belt, just as Splunk itself, testing out remote workforce uh, and doing what we do on a daily basis, we kind of anticipate, you know, what our what our customers are going through as well. So that's going to be powerful in the near future. So I feel there's a big play there for myself and for folks like you, Sean, who are researchers and, you know, um, PhD analyst. I'm, I'm an analyst by trade. So I see myself um, in probably in three years doing some very big analytics, like what happened in the last three decades of cyber. That's really where I, I would like to be is, is look at the big picture and say, wow, you know, this is what's happened over the last 40 years from the time where we rolled down the windows um, in the car or had to get up and turn the TV on by ourselves. I didn't have a clicker and put that picture together and say, we, we're a part of this, and it's it's powerful. So that's kind of where I'd like to be. That's awesome. Well, Pam, you know, we've come to the end of the segment. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sean Marie with the New Cyber Frontier. Our guest today, our very special guest, Pamela Fusco, Chief Information Security Officer at um, Splunk and the uh, Chief Financial Officer at Information Systems Security Association, ISSA International Board of Directors. Pamela, thank you so much for your time today and sharing uh, your new experience at Splunk with us. Thank you, Sean, and uh, thank you, my professional brother. I hope to see you soon. Be well. Yes, ma'am. You have a great day. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of New Cyber Frontier. 
Remember to get involved. Often we think that someone else will handle privacy and security in the virtual world, but you are the only one truly in command of your virtual fate. Join our mailing list so we can keep you informed of breaking news and new releases. If you have an idea, if you have a question that you would like to hear answered, or if you want to get involved with our efforts, reach out to us at newcyberfrontier.com. We also encourage you to visit our sponsors' links as they are the ones that really make this show possible. I want to thank each of you for supporting the show, and we look forward to seeing you back for the next episode of New Cyber Frontier.